listen to my voice and feel its warmth as it flows into your mind. Episode 9 of Erotic Hypnosis Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina, and this week's episode will feature a story called Evelina and the Angry Red Planet, with the male parts being read by my house pet. The story was written in 2003 by my hypnoslave, and that is the date of the original copyright. This audio recording is copyright 2006, all rights reserved. For details, read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcasts slash copyright. And as a final note, all the stories in this podcast are entirely fictional. As a professional dominatrix, I only practice consensual domination and only hypnotize willing subjects. For more information about me and to submit to me for real, visit my websites dominatrix.st and hypnosis.st. And now, for Evelina and the Angry Red Planet. Evelina finds herself in the midst of the War of the Worlds. Or is it Mars Needs Women? A tongue-in-cheek look at alien invasion. Evelina was finally in bed. It had been a long, hard day. Not only had she worked at her office all day, but she followed that with a strenuous Muay Thai Jiu-Jitsu workout at the gym. And as she lowered herself into bed, she sighed wearily. She picked up the copy of the science magazine on the bedside table and began to read. The headline said, It's prime time for the red planet. Mars heads for its closest encounter with Earth later this month. And further down in the story, it said that Mars would come within 34,646,418 miles of the Earth at 5.51 a.m. on August the 27th. This, said the article, was the closest it had been in nearly 60,000 years. The lovely blonde simply dropped the magazine to the floor and flicked out the light, preparing to close her eyes and sleep. What is today's date? She said to no one in particular. The clock on the bedside table read 5.15 a.m. Later, was it moments or hours, she heard a noise in her bedroom and struggled awake only to suddenly feel a cloth pressed across her face firmly and slowly her mind fell into darkness. This time the darkness, not of sleep, but of chloroform-induced unconsciousness. Then, for a second time, Evelina felt herself awakening. But this time she was not in her bed, 
but in some sort of vessel. She was lying on a hard metallic floor, and standing before her was a tall man, who, except for his unusual height, the red tinge to his skin, and his red eyes, was a human being. He was, however, clearly a male. The way he was staring, hungrily, at the comely blonde in repose on the ship's impenetrable floor. Sherlock Holmes once told Watson that one had to simply remove the impossible, and whatever is left is the truth, no matter how improbable. The red skin, the nature of the craft she was in, the proximity of Mars, all added up, however improbably, to the fact that she had been kidnapped by a Martian. It's all right, my dear. I speak English. You can talk to me. The tall being said in a voice devoid of any accent. I'll explain what happened to you. The place I came from has long been affected by a harmful radiation that makes our women sterile. So now that our planet has once again come close to yours, we decided to journey here and bring back mates. We chose you and one other by monitoring your radio waves, and you, my dear, were spotted on a television show on a broadcast entity known as Comedy Central, where you proved that you were strong and beautiful, two of the properties needed for our mating. I scanned you while you were unconscious, and you have a high intelligence, another desirable trait for mates on our planet. And when I monitored you on the program called Insomniac, in short leather pants, I was quite attracted to you sexually. I decided you would be my mate. My flight companion's Earthmate will be the weather girl on your local TV channel. You're from Mars? Evelina inquired. Of course, my dear. Now rest, and we will wait for my companion to return to the ship with his mate, and we will return to... Mars, he grinned. And you say you monitor our radio waves? How did you learn to do that? Evelina asked. Three of your decades ago, you sent a small device to Mars called the Viking, and we studied the transmission device on it. It was simple after that. Evelina developed a plan as the Martian spoke. She had been taken in her sleep by the male extraterrestrial, but now that she was conscious, she would turn the tables. Just who was going to capture who, she thought. Are you sure we're um, sexually compatible? It would be a shame to kidnap females here on Earth if we don't... Um, Fit together. Evelina stood up slowly and looked at her captor, gazing deeply into his eyes. She had her breasts in her hands and moved sensuously toward him. She smiled. Like any male, he was intrigued by her beauty. And Evelina could see at least one difference in Earth and Martian anatomy. His male member was enormous, larger than any earthling, and obviously affected by her beauty and sensuality.
Of, of, of course they are. You aren't the first Earth woman to be taken to Mars. He said, still visibly distracted by her nearness. Evelina stood close to the being and stared up into his eyes. He looked down and smiled, assuming this beautiful earthling was already attracted to him. What is your name? she said softly, so he had to draw even closer to hear her. Klaatu, he responded, still looking into her eyes, moving nearer to the blonde beauty. Klaatu, you can't look away, can you? she said, smiling. Confusion filled the Martian's face. Your eyes are locked unto my eyes. You cannot escape from my gaze. I don't want you to look away from my deep hypnotic eyes, even for a second. Look into my eyes look deep into my eyes the martian felt as if his mind was floating on her mesmerizing words and he was spiraling into her beautiful eyes he could not escape her hypnotic gaze he was being pulled deep into her eyes. It's no use trying to fight it. You must keep looking. You must keep looking deep into my eyes. It's so hard trying to think now. You can't think. Your power to think on your own is slipping away. Let me think for you. Let me govern all thoughts. Let me govern all your movements. Let me govern all your desires. Keep gazing deep into my eyes. This was not how the plan was supposed to work. Martians were supposed to be smarter than earthlings, stronger. But he felt as if his head was spinning as he looked into this woman's deep, compelling eyes trying hard to think. Her words were somehow becoming his thoughts. Klaatu, you are falling under my power. You have no will to resist me. My will is stronger than yours, and you must obey. Submit to me. Your will 
belongs to me. Your mind belongs to me. Your body belongs to me. Your soul belongs to me. Obey me. Obey me. Obey. Obey. He stuttered as he felt his will slipping away. Don't fight me. It does no good. No one can resist my power. Look deep into my eyes and obey. You want to obey. You need to obey. You will obey. Look into my hypnotic eyes and surrender to my power. Obey your new mistress. Now the Martian was silent motionless, as he gazed helplessly into Evelina's bottomless eyes. Your eyelids are so heavy. You want to close them. You need to sleep. Let them close. Sleep and be mine. Sleep. No longer able to fight her hypnotic spell, the giant's eyes dropped closed, and he fell asleep. And as he did, his mind surrendered to Evelina. Like all men, he succumbed to her erotic, mesmerizing power. Evelina glanced at a viewing screen on the wall of the craft and noticed another tall, red-tinged man was walking towards the ship, dragging a protesting woman behind him. Her hands were bound by a rope as he pulled her toward the ship. Although she struggled, she was no match for the giant. Evelina recognized her as the six o'clock weather girl on the local cable news channel. Then... Evelina heard a hiss as an opening appeared in the spacecraft to allow entry to the couple. The second Martian turned to gloat at his captive, dragging her up the entry ramp. He didn't notice that Evelina was no longer the captive of Klaatu. As he entered the ship, the hypnotic blonde spun around and planted a kick on the side of his face then another to his solar plexus, and as he leaned over, gasping for breath, she brought up her knee into his face. He crumpled to the floor unconscious, 
dropping the rope he had used to lead his captive onto the ship. The frightened girl looked at Evelina and blurted out, Who are you? Who was he? It doesn't really matter, does it? Just do what I say and help me. Maybe we can get out of this. With that, the blonde untied her and used the long rope to bind the wrists of the unconscious and prone Martian to his hypnotized fellow crew member, so that if they tried anything, their movements would be severely hampered. But that wasn't what she expected to happen. She planned to control this Martian, too. She looked at the terrified redhead and asked, Ever want a butler or a houseboy? What? The confused woman replied. I've got a plan. Answer me. Did you ever want a big, powerful man to be your house slave? Well, maybe. Her voice trailed away as it dawned on her what the blonde was proposing. The second Martian was returning to consciousness, and Evelina reached out and entwined her fingers in his hair and pulled his head toward her face, forcing him to look straight into her eyes. She yanked his head back and focused her hypnotic gaze on the hapless extraterrestrial who was just trying to clear his head, barely recovering from the blonde's vicious attack. Look at me. Look. Her eyes almost seemed to glow with power, and as the Martian stared at her, Evelina's eyes seemed to enlarge to become his whole universe. He, too, felt a stirring in his groin from the closeness of the earth beauty. But at the same time, his head was spinning from her psychic attack. She drew her face closer to his, and he felt an irresistible urge to kiss her. He moved his head closer and opened his mouth. The blonde hypnotist stared down at her victim and then spit in his mouth and laughed. <laughs> Come here to take me prisoner, will you? Tell me you are my slaves, both of you are under my power, my hypnotized toys. Say it, you are my slaves. We are your slaves, came the reply of the two mesmerized aliens. Evelina looked over at the other woman who had been dragged to the ship. What's your name, dear? It's Jessica. From WXTC-TV? And what have you done to them? I was so afraid. Evelina smiled at her. I'm an expert hypnotist, and just as I had hoped, hypnosis worked on these aliens like it works on humans. And these two are the proof. The question now 
is what do we do with them? If we call the government, our lives will never be the same again. So here's what I'd like to do. Jessica looked at her and listened intently. Hypnosis can be reinforced by having the subject identify pleasure with obedience. If you think you want to, I can give these two to you as houseboys, if you follow my instructions. After all, males, alien or human, should serve women. Are you up for it? The red-haired woman thought a moment, then laughed. <laughs> yes, I'll do it. What do you want me to do? Evelina moved even closer to the two Martians, helplessly tied together, staring vacantly into her eyes. This is your new mistress, Jessica, Evelina said in her hypnotic voice. She can control you. It gives you great pleasure to obey her. Do you understand? Jessica can give you great pleasure if you obey her. Both men nodded. Stand up now and take off your jumpsuits. Stand naked in front of your new owner, Jessica. And think about how this beautiful earth woman is the only one who can give you pleasure. In spite of the rope still connecting them, the two prisoners were able to take off their flight suits and stood naked before Jessica and Evelina. Huge male members bobbing, obviously thinking about Jessica and pleasure. Okay, Jessica, I can't train you to be a hypnotist this quickly, but if they cause any trouble after you get home, you can call me. I have associated your power over them with sexual pleasure, and now it's time to reinforce that suggestion. Gently grab their pricks. Go ahead. They won't hurt you, as long as you keep them docile. Hesitantly, the weather girl reached out and softly grabbed the two huge cocks. They immediately became even more firm and erect. Jessica smiled. Both Martians moaned. Why don't you have them follow you? See if that works. The redhead backed up, tugging on the alien's turgid members. Follow me, boys. Doesn't this feel good to obey and follow your mistress? Jessica purred. Mm. Yes, mistress. The obedient extraterrestrials mumbled as Jessica led them all around the ship, warm hand surrounding and exciting them more than they had ever been excited on their home planet. Evelina smiled at her protege's success, seeing that even Martians 
could be led around by their pricks, just as women had done to earthmen for centuries. Time to encourage their complete surrender, dear, Evelina said. Okay, boys, soon you will come for your new mistress because of the great pleasure only she can give you. And when you come, you will forever be Jessica's slave. Forever. In fact, when you come, you will shout as loud as you can that you are Mistress Jessica's slaves. Do you understand me? Should I make them come now? Jessica inquired of the erotic hypnotist. Yes, stroke them until they climax, dear. Let's see how long it takes. Evelina commanded. Jessica firmly began to move her hand up and down the engorged pricks of her former captors, watching them enlarge even further. Slowly at first, then faster, she coaxed their excitement to higher levels. The aliens' heads tilted back, and almost simultaneously they screamed, I'm your mistress, Jessica. I'm your slave. Forever. Forever. Then both collapsed, unconscious on the deck of the ship, still ejaculating huge quantities of red-tinged cum. Once again, Evelina laughed. (laughs) Guess they do have quite a lot in common with Earthmen, after all. They come, and they turn over and go to sleep. She kicked at the two unconscious bodies, who seemed totally drained of their physical strength. She continued to repeat her hypnotic commands as they hovered just below consciousness, reinforcing Jessica's power over them and their new roles as slaves to the beautiful Earth Woman. Jessica, tell them to program the ship to destroy itself in the upper atmosphere and get them dressed. Let's get out of here. After a few moments, the strange quartet left the ship and it automatically took off towards its destruction. The group had taken a large quantity of diamonds with them, which apparently was a common substance on Mars, which was utilized to power the ship. The jewels would come in handy to help maintain a household for Jessica with the Martians as her houseboys. Obviously, she couldn't let them work outside the house to avoid inquiries about their unusual appearance. But they would be good servants. And sex slaves, Jessica privately mused. The group walked the mile to Jessica's home and Evelina prepared to head to her own residence. At least let's eat before I take you home, 
No, not necessary, dear. I've still got to get some sleep, and I think I'll jog home. It's all in a day's work for Florida's most powerful hypnodom, she said, and she smiled at Jessica and jogged out the door. Jessica looked at the two huge pricks that were now hers and said, Come here, boys. Let's see how often we can get these guns to shoot. And smiled.